Shalom to all. Today's office Psachim Daf Petas. We are starting Pechas Amud Beis. Five lines up from the bottom. The second word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored. B'schos Esther Tzipora Bas Laila. Hashem should grant her a Fuah Shlema Bekar of Mamish. Now we had just learned in Abraisa that if five carbon Pesach hides got mixed up and one was found with the Yabelas, which is a mum that apostles it, all must be burned, but the owners do not need to bring another carbon Pesach. And now the Gemara asks, Amar Pesach Sheni. We had said that they're Pater from Pesach Sheni. There was one person that wasn't Yotzeh's carbon Pesach because his had a mum on it. So how can we say that they don't have to bring another carbon Pesach? The Gemara answers, because there is no way out. Hey, what do you want us to do? You want each one to bring their own carbon Pesach? They're bringing Chulun Lazar to Arba Minayo Avdiluhu because four people were Yotzeh their carbon Pesach. There was only only one carbon Pesach over here that was not kosher. So how could we allow four carbonas to be brought into the Azara that are really going to end up being chulin? So, okay, a different suggestion. Let's say they all bring one carbon Pesach, and it means the person that needed to bring the carbon Pesach, he's registered to it. That's also a problem. Turns out that the carbon Pesach is going to be eaten for ones that aren't allowed to be registered to it. Here we have people eating the carbon Pesach, but they're not allowed to be registered to it because they're not having carbon Pesach. So then what should we do? Let's say each person brings his own carbon Pesach, Vinisni, and then he's going to make it tonight. Vinayman, he's going to say, If my carbon Pesach was the one that had the mom, then the one that I bring right now should be the carbon Pesach. And if mine was unblemished, meaning I'm not having a carbon Pesach right now, the one that I bring right now, they have a shlamim, it should just be a regular carbon shlamim. Why, after that's not possible, says the Gemara. Why not? Because we have a chazin shaykh, this part of a carbon shlamim is eaten by a kahin. However, since since we're treating this as if it's a carbon Pesach, so the Kayin is not allowed to eat it, and that means that a Kayin is not going to get the portion that's due to him. So we make a suggestion. Let's say each person will bring a Kayin along with him, and the Kayin can eat the Chaz and therefore, if it's a Shlamim, then the Kayin is going to be getting his portion. We ask, what's the status of this Pesach? If he was Yotze, the first carbon Pesach, maybe this is actually a carbon Pesach. Turns out there's someone who's not allowed to be eating carbon Pesach is eating it. And if we're going to say that this Kayin wasn't Yotzeh's carbon Pesach. Delma Shlamim Hu. Maybe this carbon is actually a Shlamim. Veloyavid Pesach. And that means that this Kayin is not going to end up being Yotzeh's carbon Pesach. Not the first one and not one right now because this one happens not to be a carbon Pesach. So we have a suggestion how to get out of this problem too. Vinaisi kol chamisha chad Kayin. Why don't all five of these find one Kayin, Deloyavid Pesach, that he wasn't Yotzeh's carbon Pesach. Vinimni ilave hani chamisha Pesachim. And they're going to register him to all of these different Karbanas. There's one person here that wasn't Yotzeh's carbon Pesach, the Kanafki Bay, and this Kohen is going to be Yotzeh his Chiv of carbon Pesach from this carbon, which is the carbon Pesach, whichever one it is, and he's also going to be eating the Chaz of Shaykh out of each of these other Karbanas, which are Shlamim, and therefore we fixed up our issue. The Gemara says we can't do that for a different reason. Al Mushim to come Shlamim, that's because we're decreasing the amount of time a carbon Shlamim is allowed to be eaten. Dilu Pesach Leon Velayla, a carbon Pesach is only allowed to be eaten for a day and a night, which means it's really only allowed to be eaten Pesach night. Vilu Shlamim, and a carbon Shlamim is allowed to be eaten for two days and a night. And over here, we're treating all of these karbanas as if they're a carbon Pesach, which means that we really have four carbon shlamims that are only going to be eaten like a carbon Pesach, and that's a problem. So we make a different suggestion. When I see Maestra Pesach, let's bring a carbon and treat it like Maestra Pesach. Now, we've already said, what's Maestra Pesach? A person who had a carbon Pesach, and then he lost it. So he brought a different one, and after he shechted the second carbon Pesach, he found this other animal. That's considered a Maestra Pesach. However, over here, we're talking about taking just a regular animal and treating it as if it's a Maestra Pesach. Vinayman, he's going to say as follows: If mine was the balmum and I'm chayv 
having a carbon pesach, hide the ha should the one that I bring right now, and you have a pesach, should be a carbon pesach, and ididi tamhu, and if mine was really unblemished and I'm not having a carbon pesach, nihavu hide the ha shlamim, this carbon that I bring right now should be a shlamim, the maestra pesach, when we actually have a real maestra pesach, that's actually eaten only for one day and one night, just like a regular carbon pesach. So this animal right now is being treated as if it's maestra pesach, and we've gotten rid of the issue of being mimait in the time that a shlamim is allowed to be eaten in. The Gemara asks on that, are we allowed to separate an animal and treat it like a Maestra Pesach? It's not a real Maestra Pesach. So the Gemara asks, not a problem. So why don't we go look for a real Maestra Pesach? Why don't we go look for someone that actually has a carbon that's a real Maestra Pesach and then we've answered up all of our issues. So the Gemara gives a totally different reason why we can't do that. We have an issue of smicha. We know that a carbon needs to be leaned on. A carbon Pesach doesn't need smicha. We do not lean on it. But the Maestra Pesach does need smicha. And therefore, if we have this carbon, even though it's a Maestra Pesach, we can't lean on it because maybe it's a carbon Pesach. So we have this issue over here. The Gemara asks, That's only a carbon, which is a Maestra Pesach that belonged to a man. And a man's carbon needs smicha. But carbon Nashim, Michael Mamer, what about a Maestra Pesach that belonged to a woman? A woman's carbon does not need smicha. So why don't we go looking for a Maestra Pesach that belonged to a woman? And we've answered up all of our issues over here. The Gemara gives a totally different reason. El Matanes, we have an issue of sprinkling the blood. The Ilu Pesach, because the carbon Pesach Matana Achas gets sprinkled only once. Vilu Shlamim and the carbon Shlamim Shtaim Shehein Arba is sprinkled twice, which is really four times because it's sprinkled on the corner, so therefore it hits all four sides. So therefore we can't sprinkle the blood of this carbon either because Pesach and Shlamim have two different types of sprinklings. The Gemara asks, "My Nafkmina, what's the difference?" Vatanan, we have a Mishnah. Kol anitan al mizbech chitzon. Anything which is supposed to be sprinkled on the outer mizbech, shenusanim matan achas, that was sprinkled only once, kiper, it's still a kapara, meaning he's affected the atonement, and there's no issue. So even though technically it's supposed to be this way, but he did it a different way, there's not a problem. So we give a totally different reason why we can't do this. El mishum dilu pesach b'shvicha. The blood of the karmen pesach is meant to be poured v'ilu shlamim bezrika, but the blood of a shlamim is meant to be sprinkled. So it's two totally separate avodas, and that's why we can't do this. The Gemara continues to ask, "My Nafkmina, what's the difference?" But then you have a brisa. Anything that's meant to be sprinkled, that was poured yatsa, he's still yatsa. So we still haven't found an answer. Why is it that we can't bring a meiser pesach that belonged to a woman? We don't have an issue of smicha, and we don't have an issue of the matan dam over here, like we've just answered. So the gemara gives its final answer. Maybe we only say that if he did it, then he's going to be yotze. If he poured it instead of sprinkling it, that's going to be okay. But nami, are we going to say that lechatchila he's allowed to do that? Obviously not. And therefore, we don't have a suggestion for these five people how they can successfully bring a carbon Pesach Sheni and that's why we say they don't have to bring a carbon Pesach Sheni because we simply have no way for them to do so. And the Mishnah continues. Ha'amr Lubanov, a person tells his sons, Ha'reni Sheikhat Pesach, Amna Sheikh the Karim Pesach, Al-Mishiyal Mikem Rishon Yushalayim, for whoever gets to Yushalayim first. They lived outside Yushalayim. He wanted to encourage them to get to Yushalayim. So he said, I'm going to Yushalayim early in the morning. Whoever gets to Yushalayim first, He's the one that gets to be registered to the Karim Pesach. Kim Sheikh Nesarish and Rashid Rubai, once the first son gets his head and the majority of his body in, Zachab Chalkai, he was Zaycha in his portion, Umezakas Echav Imai, and he's Mezakas brothers with him. The Gemara asks, Shmamina Yeshbera, does that mean that we learned Yeshbera from here? Retroactive determination? We don't know which son is going to make it to Yushalayim first, and the father already had Sheikh to the Karim Pesach, so it seems to be that retroactively we can say that son that had won the race. 
he's the one that was registered to the Karim Pesach? The Gemara answers, nope. He only said this in order to excite them and to get them to do the mitzvah with Zrizos. And really, he had in mind to register all of them to the Karim Pesach. And Dekanami, Tiktani, our Mishnah had said, His brothers are joined in along with him. If you want to say that the father really had registered all of them and he was really just trying to get them to do it quickly, shop here so this makes sense. Eli Amrit, if you want to say, that he never registered them originally and he had only one of them in mind, could they really all be registered to it after it's already been shechted? Well, tonight we have a mission that we're going to learn today. They're allowed to register to the Karim Pesach and withdraw from that up until it's shechted. Shema, you know, we see from here, must be that he originally had registered all of them and the only reason why he made the contest was to be mazaris them to get them to do it with alacrity. We have a brazo just like this. We have a story that the girls got there before the boys. It turns out that the daughters, they acted with Zrizos, and the sons, they were just lazy. But we don't say in this Brysa that only some of them are registered and the other ones aren't registered. All of them are registered. He was just trying to get them to be excited about doing a mitzvah. And the Mishnah continues, We're always allowed to register someone to the Karim Pesach as long as each person is going to get a Kezayis. People are to register to Karim Pesach and then withdraw that up until it's shechted. Reb Shimon he says, until the blood is sprinkled, and we're going to see what exactly Tanakam and Reb Shimon are arguing about. The Gemara asks my Kamash what exactly is the Chiddush over here? Of course, as long as everyone's going to get a Kizayis from the Karim Pesach, you're allowed to register to it. If a person's not going to get a Kizayis, so he's not allowed to be registered to it. What's the Chiddush? The Gemara says, Hakamash the Chiddush is, the Afagav the Imne Alei Chaburazu. Even though we had a whole Chabur of people that was registered to this Karim Pesach, Chazeris Venimne Al Chaburach. We're allowed to register a completely brand new group to this Karim Pesach, even though there isn't a single person left from the original group. This is not like Shitas Rabbi Yehuda, which we're going to learn about in Tendaf from now. And the Mishnah said, Nimnu and we have this machlek between the Tanakam and Rib Shimon. And Amr Abayabai says, Machlek The whole machlek says, when you're allowed to withdraw from the carbon. they hold, It says in the Pasuk, from being for the sheep. And this is talking about the registration of the Karim Pesach. What do we learn from here? You're only allowed to withdraw your registration only while the sheep is still alive. But the moment it's been shechted, you're not allowed to withdraw. Rib Shimon Savar, and he holds, what do we learn from this word, the situation or the circumstances of this sheep, meaning as long as it's in the middle of its situation, it's in the middle of being shechted and all that void is happening with it, you're still allowed to withdraw the registration. But when we're talking about being registered to it, everyone agrees that you only have up until shechita and after it's been shechted, you're not allowed to register yourself for a Karim Pesach. The Pasuk says, It's shechted for the number of people. And afterwards, it says in the Pasuk, which we had learned about in Daf Samach Alf, means to shecht. So we see that the cutoff for registration is up until the Shechita. Tanya Amihach, we have a brass like this. They're allowed to be registered to it and withdraw the registrations up until the Shechita. That's the Tanakam. Rabbi Shimon Amr, he says, They're allowed to register themselves up until the Shechita. But they're allowed to withdraw the registration up until Zrika Saddam. And Peter Sam is on the top of the brand new Mishnah. Someone registered someone else along with him to eat his portion with him. He was really registered with a whole group and he decided to bring a friend of his along without asking permission from his Bnei Chabura. Roshan Bnei Chabura, his Bnei Chabura are allowed to give him his portion. He has to eat his own portion along with his uninvited guest, and they eat their own portion. And the Gemara says, they asked a question. We have Bnei Chabura and one of them turns out that he has nice hands. This is a euphemism for a person that eats much more, much quicker than everyone else. Are they allowed to tell him, you take your portion and you leave. 
He could tell them, You've accepted me unconditionally, and it doesn't make a difference if I eat more than you. Or perhaps, they're able to tell him, Why is it that we accepted you to be part of our group? To help us eat the carbon Pesach. We never accepted you with the intention that you're going to eat more than us, and you have to split a portion equally with us. Tashma, we're going to try to bring a raya for our Mishnah. We had said that if a person decided to register someone else along with his portion, the Bnei Chabur are allowed to give him his portion, and he eats his, and they eat theirs. My time, why is that? Isn't it because this person is like, he has your daim yafais, he's going to eat more than everyone else because of this uninvited guest. And if you want to say, that the person that's eating more than everyone else is able to tell everyone else Kabilton, that you've accepted me unconditionally this person should be like Yadav Yafais and we shouldn't be allowed to kick him out of the group it must be from the fact that our Mishnah says that we can kick him out of the group that a case of Yadav Yafais we're also allowed to kick him out Amri they said like not a good comparison Deus Shani when you have more minds meaning you have more actual people here that's different even if you want to say that these two people are only going to eat as much as one person in the Chabur eats Matzi Amri they still can tell him we don't want this strange person here. We don't know him. We don't know if he's going to hold us up, if he's going to eat slower than everyone else, if he's going to prevent us from going along with the pace that we want the meal to go at. Therefore, you have to take your friend and you have to eat somewhere else. But that has nothing to do with Yad of Yafais. So we have no Raya from our Mishnah. Hashma, we have another tempted raya. We have the servant, he's the one serving the meal, and he accidentally ate a kazais of the meat of the carbon pasach right next to the oven. If he was smart, he would eat as much as he can by the oven because he's not allowed to go and eat it with his chabura because they're eating away from the oven. And if his bnei chabura want to do a favor for him, they go and they sit next to him and they eat over there. That's Rabbi Huda's opinion. Now, it seems to be they have an option. If they would like to, they could sit with him. If not, they don't have to. Why is that? Name Why doesn't he tell them? Hawkeye Bilton, you've accepted me unconditionally. From the fact that we see that this servant cannot say that you've accepted me unconditionally and must be in the case of Yad of Yafais, we can send him out of the Chabur with his portion and tell him that he's not allowed to eat more than his portion. The Gemara says, not Araya. Shani Hassan, that case is different. The Amri Lay, they could tell him, why is it that we accepted you as part of our Chabur? Come on, that's so that you could trouble yourself for us so that you could serve us. We never accepted you with intent that we should trouble ourselves for you, pick up our entire dining room table and move it near the oven. Therefore, there's no comparison to the case of Yadav Yafais. Tashma, we have another Raya, and this is from a very clear Brisa. Bnei Chabura, Shahaya Yadav Shal Echad, Mehen Yafais, we have Bnei Chabura, one of them is very gluttonous, he eats a lot really quickly. Rasha and Lemar, they're allowed to tell him, Take your portion and leave. Not only that, even if we have five people, and they made a group meal together, five people sat down to eat a meal, nothing to do with Karim Pesach. They're allowed to tell this one person who's eating too much, you take your portion and please leave, you're eating too much. We have a raya that when we have a person that's eating too much of the Karim Pesach, we could give him an equal portion to everyone else and send him out of the group. Now, my what did this brass mean when it says, it's a let me buy a pesach. For sure, when we're discussing the Karm Pesach, the Matzi Amrulei, they're able to tell him, Kikablinach, why is it that we accepted you to be part of our Karm Pesach? That's only to help us eat the Karm Pesach. Elafilus Sibailis Nami, 
me, even when we're just discussing a group of friends eating together, it's just a group eating together, so you would think that they're not allowed to kick one of their friends out. They're able to tell them, you take your portion and you leave, you're eating too much, and that we can't handle. Some say, this was actually never a question. It's obvious when it comes to the Karim Pesach, a person's not allowed to eat more than their portion. This was really our question. We have people of the Karim Pesach, are they allowed to split into two separate groups or not? Tashma, we have a raya, they're allowed to tell him, you take your portion, you leave. in. That's only for persons eating too much, then he could be sent out. But if a person's not eating too much, and everyone's eating the same amount, then they're not allowed to split up. Shmamina, we see from here, that a group is not allowed to split into two separate groups. The only time you're allowed to send someone out of the group is if he's eating more than everyone else is eating. And we have a story about this. Rav Papa, Rav Hunabrid, Rav Shua, Rav Rift, Rav Papa, and Rav Hunabrid, Rav Shua, they sat down to eat bread together. They had a joint meal. The man of time it took Rav Huna Bred Rav Shua to eat one portion, Achar of Papa Arba, he ate four portions. Amarle, so Rav Huna told him, Plagli, split it evenly with me. You can't eat more than me. Amarle, so Rav Papa responded, Kabilton, you accepted upon yourself to eat with me. Therefore, you've also accepted that I'm going to eat much more than you. So Rav Huna asked him all these questions that we asked, and he answered all the answers that we answered. He asked him from the Brisa that states very clearly that Bnei Chabura are allowed to send someone out of their Chabura that's eating too much of the Karim Pesach. Amrilei, so our Papa responded to him, Hasam to Amrilei, over there in the Brisa, they're allowed to tell him, Ki why is it that we accepted you to join our Karim Pesach, Litkuni Zvicha, that's only to help us eat our Karim Pesach, but over here, we're sitting and eating a meal together. So we asked him from the case of Sibailas, which clearly shows that even when they're just sitting and eating a meal together, one person is not allowed to eat more than everyone else, Plagle, so Rav Papa was convinced, and he split the meal with him. Azul Arav Bahad Ravina, so Rav Hunabred Yerushua had a meal with Ravina. Ada Achler Rav Hunabred Yerushua Chada, the man of time who took Rav Hunabred Yerushua to eat one portion, Achler Ravina Tamanya, Ravina ate eight portions. Amar Rav Huna commented, Mea Papi Veloy Chad Ravina, I'd rather eat a hundred times with Rav Papa, but not one time with Ravina, because Ravina eats so much more. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.